turned my way, you heard my cry. You turned my morning into shouting. Sorrow may last for a night, but with the light I am seeing, I am singing. You lifted me out. You lifted me and set me dancing, dancing free. Now I am free. Your love rescued me. Now it's the anthem I'm singing. Many you will see. Strong enough to say Many the wonders you have done Your light has come I am singing I am singing You lifted me out You lifted me out And set me down you God you're so faithful Lord
the darkness we will rise and sing he is faithful he is glorious and he is jesus oh my hope is in him he is freedom he is healing right now he is hope joy and love peace and life seen a light like the break of dawn giving blind men sight and letting lame men walk I see a generation with resurrection life we are a generation filled with the power of Christ and our song it will be We will rise and sing. He is faithful. He is glorious, and He is Jesus. And all my hope is in Him. He is freedom. He is healing right now. He is hope, joy, love, peace, and love. Now he is home. 
tonight you know how many of us just come in sometimes and we've just been kind of worn down from the things of the day let's just set that aside tonight because it's about worship tonight it's it's not about it's not about you as much as now let's let it be about him And maybe throughout the day today, maybe there's been a difficult day for you. Maybe there's been some issues going on in your life. But let's begin to start focusing on Jesus. Let's begin to start worshiping Him. Because I know that as we lift our hands and we lift our voices, we lift our hearts, then something's going to change. I'm ready for something to shift. I'm ready for something to change. So listen, as the worship team just goes through this, I want us to let's just break out of where we are and say, I'm going to break into where you're at. The enemy wants to hold you back. He wants to keep you from even lifting your hands. And maybe some of you can't just get a hand lifted up to the things of God. But I'm telling you, when you're able to, and you do, something's going to break off. Can I get an amen? So let's just worship him. Let's just begin to lift him up. We're lifting up the name of Jesus. We're not lifting up anything else or anyone else. We're lifting him up today. And we came to worship him. Turn to the person next to you and say, you're free to worship. You are free to worship. Let's just worship him tonight. Let's just worship him tonight. I'm gonna lift my hands till I can reach heaven. I'm gonna shout your name till the walls come falling down. I've come to worship. I've come to Yeah. 
this I will worship you God I will worship you God I may not understand what's going on with our government I may not understand what's going on in certain people's lives I may not understand what's going in my life you know you might be here tonight and you might there's some things going on in your life and I'm telling you it's the time to just focus on the worship I will worship you God I will worship you God I will worship you no matter what I'm going through I will worship you God no matter what's going on I will worship you no matter what people say I will worship you Lord God I will worship you Lord God you are the only constant in my life I will worship you Lord God I will worship you Lord God come on let's just worship him tonight we'll worship you God we'll worship you God you're the one that's got the answer you are the Alpha and the Omega you are the beginning and the end you are the first and the last you are the creator Elohim I will worship you God you the one you are the one let's just begin to say I'm gonna worship you God I'm gonna worship you God you know the enemy hates God's worship he hates when you worship God you'll have to worship anything else God, but tonight, we're going to worship God tonight. Tonight, I see people raising their hands. I see them standing up. I see chains being broken off. I see begin, the enemy beginning to say, wait a minute. They're beginning to rise up. They're beginning to do something different. They're beginning to lift their hands. They're beginning to get concentrate and just focus on you. We worship God. Let's worship God. Come on. Let's just worship Him tonight. Let's just worship Him tonight. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is faithful. There may be times in your life where you think, God, why? Why this or why that? I'm here to tell you we're going to worship Him. We're going to worship Him tonight. We're going to worship Him tonight. It's all about that worship. It's all about His worship. He wants our worship tonight. Just give it to Him tonight. Give it to Him tonight. You want to break out of where you're at? You're tired of the same old stuff? I'm telling you, let's do something different. And let's worship God with all of our hearts tonight. Let's worship Him with all of our hearts tonight. Let's lift our hearts up to Him tonight. He says, I want to worship. I want to worship. I want to worship. I'm going to worship God tonight. If it's just me, I'm going to worship God tonight. I need God, and I'm going to worship Him tonight. I need Him in my life. I need Him in my life. I need Him in my family. I need Him in our church. We need Him in our city. We need Him in this state. We need Him in this country. We need Him in this world. Let's worship Him tonight. Let's worship Him tonight. Let's worship Him tonight. Break out. I see see breakout. I see some things breaking off. I see some things breaking off. I see some things breaking off. Let's just worship Him tonight. Let's just worship Him tonight. Let's worship Him tonight. Let's worship Him tonight. Come on, let's just find a place. Let's worship Him. Find a place in Him tonight. Let's just worship Him. Just begin to lift Him up. Begin to lift Him up. I don't understand. I don't understand some things, but I do know you are God. I don't understand some things, but I know that you are God. I don't understand some things, but I know that you are God. You are God. You are God. And we're worshiping you tonight. We'll worship you tonight. We're worshiping you tonight. We're worshiping you tonight. We're worshiping you tonight. Come on, let's worship him. Let's worship him tonight. Come on, sing it out. Till I can reach heaven. Come on. I'm gonna shout your name. Till the world's come calling down. Come on, just worship him. All over the house tonight. All over the house tonight. We're worshiping God. We're worshiping God. We're worshiping God. 
calling on him tonight. All over the house tonight. Lifting up your voices to him. Lifting up your hands to him.
you, but but I got some breakthrough tonight. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Somebody just seek to shout, Jesus. We're glad you're here tonight. We just want you to come and see from the Lord tonight what he's got done for you. We've got a good word coming up today for you. tonight with the family of Living Word Fellowship. Amen? I know you guys love to meet and greet one another, and I love that you love to meet and greet each other. If you're a visitor tonight, we say welcome. We're so glad you're here sharing this family night with us. Okay, if everyone will finish up your little hugs. Huggy, huggy, huggy. Love you too, Margie. Ah, praise God. Amen. Okay, um, just a prayer request tonight, and I'd just like to have you guys join me in prayer. Uh, Larry, Larry Young went to be with Jesus this morning. Uh, it's three months since his diagnosis of liver ca- liver cancer, but he had released himself. And he was ready to go to heaven. Um, so he 
may have lost his battle to cancer, but he got his greatest reward of all, and he walked in to glory. Way too early, I believe, at 68, but, um, you know, Lynn is doing, she was great. We met with her and their daughter, Stacy, Tracy, sorry, Tracy, and uh, today, and she's an amazing woman. She's an amazing woman, but we still want to undergird her in prayer. Uh, they will be having a memorial service uh, next, not this Saturday, but at, a week from Saturday, so next next Saturday, October twelfth, October twelfth. I'll give you the details and let you guys know so that we can be supportive of Lynn and she, they just have one daughter, Tracy. She's married, and they have three grandchildren. So it's a small small family. But let's pray, Father. We just lift up. We lift up Lynn to you and Tracy, her husband, and the children and. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are their comfort in this time that uh, Larry has gone home to be with you. Lord, I thank you that you comfort them, that you help them through this, that you are their strength and strong tower, their ever-present help in their time of trouble. I thank you that this family loves you, and I thank you that this family is drawing everything that they need from you. But Lord, as a family here at Living Word Fellowship, we want to be there for them. And Lord, we just we just praise you at at the home go, going, but we're saddened at the loss of Larry being not here. But Father, we thank you, God, that that you are in the midst of this, and we just trust you, and we thank you, Father, for this family in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, baptism. We've got a baptism sign up. If you've not been baptized, water baptized, and you would like to be, October twentieth. October twentieth. So. You can sign up for that. Um, I think that's that's it. So, are you ready to give to the Lord? Are you ready to give to the Lord? Woohoo! Because God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. So, stand your feet and let's prepare our tithes and our offerings. Are you ready? Father, we just love you and we praise you. And we thank you that we can come tonight as a family. We're a family unit that we just, we worship you and we praise you together. And, and Lord, I thank you that we can honor you, not just with our singing and not just with our worship and song, but we can honor you with our giving. And so tonight we just, we just bless the tithes and offerings that are given tonight. We thank you, Father, that the tithes and offerings come in, Father, and they remove burdens and destroy yokes. Lord, I thank you that they keep us going forward to advance your kingdom. And, Father, we love you and bless you, and we thank you for the families here tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, guys, how are you guys doing tonight? Everybody doing all right? Yes? No? Anybody out there? How about, can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah, that's good, that's good. 
If you got your Bibles, turn with me. Just open it, and I'll start where you're at, and we'll just uh, go all night. How about that? Yeah, you, you know I keep threatening to do that. Turn with me to Romans chapter 10. They, Romans 10. Did they? You can bring the lights up. I don't know. Did they just go down, or all of a sudden it got darker? I just didn't know if it was me or what it was. Anyways, Romans chapter 10. I want to talk a little bit about salvation. Can anybody say salvation? Anybody know what that means? <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to give you a handout. And um, I know what you're going to do is you're going to start looking at that handout. And you're going to kind of tune me out. And, and you're just going to be reading and stuff like that. So I thought I'd put the scripture down there for you. Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you got your Bibles, you can get it. If you've got an electronic device, uh, iPad, cell phone, turn it on, get it on your Bible, whether it is Gateway Bible, whatever it might be. What's the other Bible? What other? You version? There you go. Get it on there and find Romans 10, 9 and 10. Let me pray as you do that. Father, we just release your goodness tonight. We thank you that our focus has been on salvation and righteousness and tonight... We're going to talk about salvation. More than just born again and going to heaven. We just ask that you'll open up our hearts tonight just to receive this word right now in Jesus' name. And everybody ready to receive something said amen. Okay, Romans 10, 9 and 10. We talk a little bit about salvation. We talked Sunday about salvation. We... Um, this is one of the key verses about salvation. When you lead somebody to the Lord or you talk to them, it, verse 10, it says, or verse 9, it says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everybody say saved. That saved, we're going to get into that, that Greek word here in just a minute. But these actually are two different Greek words, but they're the same Greek word, meaning basically the same thing. And he goes on in verse 10, he says, For a heart, for with your heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and it's with your mouth you confess, say confess, you confess, you say, Jesus is Lord. You confess with your mouth and you, with your heart. It resolves in righteousness. And your confession actually leads you to salvation. Okay? There's even a scripture that says nobody can say Jesus and Lord is Lord unless they know Jesus is Lord. Come on, somebody. There is a confession that comes from your mouth resulting in salvation. So let me give you a couple words real quick. Let's look at those words, those Greek words. That first word in verse 9 is sozo. Say sozo. We are developing a freedom ministries. And it's going to have sozo as part of that. And you can see what that means. It literally means to save. It means to deliver or protect. I need some deliverance. Come on, somebody. We need, we need protection from the Lord, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, we need that. It, it's, it's, it's literally or figuratively. It also means to heal. It means to preserve or to save self. It means to do well or be well. Or to be made whole. Say, be made whole. I don't know about you, but when I've gone through my life, there's some things that have kind of, can I say, shot some holes in me. You've all dealt with traumatic experiences, some things that are going on in your life that you've dealt with. And it can be from a very small child where you had a traumatic event in your life. But I look at it like I got holes in me, like Swiss cheese. <laughs> Anybody like Swiss cheese? Okay, I don't like Swiss cheese. I'm not putting my hand up on that. But when you take a Swiss cheese and you hold it up, it's what? It's holy, isn't it? And there's times where... Even me going through a, 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 a marriage that was that didn't work and having to be restored, I came into a marriage, and sometimes if you don't get those holes filled, come on, you bring that in there, right? So you still got those holes. And that's the thing that I realized that I needed to get myself whole, H-W-H-O-L-E, so I wouldn't have any holes, H-O-L-E. Are you with me? I needed to be whole so I wouldn't have any holes. I need to be whole so I wouldn't have any holes. Do you understand that? And so there, as we go through our life, we actually 
We actually can go through pain and hurt and disappointments and all of these different things. And God says, I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. So as Jesus is Lord, he wants to, what, believe in our heart and confess with our mouth. He said, thou shalt be saved. In other words, God wants us to be able to fill those holes. But he doesn't want you to fill the hole with something that is not good for you. Hello? So what I've done in my life in the past is I tried to fill, can I just be straight up with you? I tried to fill it with alcohol. I had a hole and I just tried to fill it with alcohol. And how many of you know that's like pouring it into a bottomless pit? You know, it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. And some of us may have done it with other ways. We, we can do it with food. We can do it with addictions, other addictions, drugs, or, or other addictions that can be out there. We try to fill that hole. And how many of you know God wants us to be whole, W-H-O-L-E, in Jesus? So there is, um, I call it a God hole, you know. If we, if we in, our, in our soul, our mind, our will, and emotions, when before I came to Christ, I had a hole that only God can fill. Are you with me? And I tried to fill it with other things, and then when I came to Christ, he filled that hole. But how many of you know, I've still got to continue to renew my mind that I'm not who I used to be. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. Can I get an amen? So on your handout tonight, there's two words in the New Testament for salvation. That first one you can write in on that line is sozo, S-O-Z-O, sozo. And it's more, salvation is just, well, let me get to the next one real quick. Let's look at the other word. The other word that I want to share with you is soteria or soteria, however you want to pronounce it. It means to rescue or safety. Rescue or safety. Salvation, when I came to Christ, He is my Savior. He rescued me from the wages of sin, which is death, physical death, being separated from God, and brought me into the place where now... Should I die tomorrow physically, to be absent with the body is to be present with the Lord. Can I get an amen? So, so Larry, and I'm going to use him as an example, and Sean and I were talking a little bit about this the last day or so, and it's like, it's like you know, death is a part of life. Hello? It's a part of life, and it's hard to celebrate death when... We know that Larry's gone to be with Jesus. Can I give the Lord some praise? Will you give the Lord some praise for that? Hallelujah. I mean, you know, it's like, wow. You know, because there's, he's to be absent from the body with him is to be present with the Lord. So let's look at this other word, soteria. It means to rescue or safety physically or morally. It can mean to deliver. It means health. It means salvation or save or, I like the action verb, saving. Has anybody ever read the scripture that we work out our salvation with fear and trembling? And it's like, wait a minute, am I saved? Well, I'm working those things out. Yes, I am saved. I'm going to heaven. But now I'm beginning to work out some of those things within me to bring the wholeness that God wants us to have, to bring deliverance, to bring health. How many of you know that God wants you to have health? No matter sometimes what other people talk about or say, well, you know what, you know, this is just a family thing that runs in our line and everybody's going to get it and you're going to get it and it's just the way it is. No, it's not the way it is. Jesus died for us to be able to have the, that health that we've got and that's, that's salvation. It can mean sozo, it can mean soteria. So let's go with me to Luke chapter 9, all right? Where are we going to go? Luke. Chapter 9, that's great. You guys jump in there. Let's look at Luke chapter 9. I want to share a little bit about salvation because the question that I'm going to ask you tonight is what will it take to get you to talk to somebody else about God? We don't want to to do that, Pastor. We, We don't want to do that. Well, let's look at some scripture of what Jesus and how he empowered the disciples to be able to talk to other people about the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, about Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 9, I'm just going to read real quick verses 
uh, 1 through 11. And he called the 12 together. Those are the apostles that he gave. And he gave them power and authority. Say power and authority. Over just one of the demons. <laughs> Some of you are like, wait a minute. It didn't say that. Mine doesn't say that. What, what are you reading from? That Mine doesn't say that. Mine says all. It's all, all the demons. And to heal diseases... And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God. Say, proclaim the kingdom of God. Come on, everybody. Proclaim the kingdom of God. What he's saying is proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. The world needs good news today. Um, By the way, you have the good news. So the newscaster can come out and tell you all the bad news, but you've got the good news that and his name is Jesus. Can I get an amen there? So he goes on and he says he sent them out to proclaim or to preach the kingdom of God and to perform healings. And he said to them, take nothing for your journey, neither your staff, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, and do not even have two tunics apiece. Now, earlier Jesus sent them out and he said, take your money with you. This time he said, don't take any money. Why do you think that is? I believe it was because so they could totally rely upon him and his provision in which they had for him. So now he's saying, look, don't take these things. Don't take these things with you. Don't take bread, money. Even if you've got two tunics, don't don't take that. Whenever house you enter, verse 4, he says, stay there until you leave the city. As for those who do not receive you, he says, go out to the city, shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. And verse 6, departing, they began going throughout the villages to do what? Preach the good news. That word preach means to proclaim. That word means to herald. Anybody remember? Oh, I, I, I was not alive. I'm not that old. Um, that, you know, in the 30s, they would have a young man with newspapers, and he'd say something. He would herald the headlines. Secretariat just won the Derby. Secretariat just won the Derby. Secretariat just won the Kentucky Derby. He would herald that, and people would buy newspapers because that's what they called it. Anybody ever seen or heard of a newspaper called the Herald? Back in North Carolina, they had the Sentinel, they had the Herald, they had some other newspapers, and they were called the Herald because that's what they would do. They would actually proclaim. So that's what he's saying to do, to be able to, to go out and preach or proclaim or to talk about, uh, talk about the kingdom of God, the good news of the kingdom of God. So he says, he says they, they began going throughout the villages. They began to go throughout where? The villages. They preaching the gospel, the good news of the kingdom, healing everywhere. In verse 7, he says, And Herod the Tectarch heard what was happening, and he was greatly perplexed. And because they had said, By some of the John had risen from the dead, and some that he was Elijah, and he had appeared to others, and that one of the prophets, they said, of the old he had risen again. And Herod, he says, I myself had John beheaded. I know it's not John. I had him beheaded. I had his head cut off. This was Herod. He said, who is this man whom I hear such things? And he kept trying to see him. And when the apostles returned, they gave an account to him of all that they had done. Say all they had done. All that they had done, taking with, excuse me, taking them with him, he withdrew himself to a city called Bethesda. And verse 11 says, But the crowds were aware, of his, and they followed him, and they were welcoming him, and he began to speak to them about the kingdom of God. He began to preach to them about the kingdom of God. He began to say some things like, you know, could it be like, um, there's good news, guys. How many of us have ever been in a situation where we could begin to say, there's good news? Turn to your neighbor and say, there's good news. Okay, now flip with me over to Luke 10. Because Jesus had sent out the 12 disciples. Now he's sending out 70 in verse 10, or chapter 10. Let's just read verses 1 through 6. Now after the Lord appeared, appointed, excuse me, 70 others and sent him in the pairs ahead of him to every city and every place, he sent them to every city and every place. Are you with me? He sent them ahead to every city and every place where he himself was going to come. 
that was their assignment. Now listen, listen. He sent them out and he said, now here's your assignment. And he was saying to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out the laborers into his harvest. Go, behold, I send you out as lambs amidst wolves. And a lot of times we're like, I'm reading that and I'm not going anywhere. I'm not talking to anybody about Jesus. I don't want to be like one of them disciples where they've just been sent out and they're going to be, you know, wolf meat. Right? It's like, they're wolf meat. You know, you're sending out with lambs, you just, it's wolf meat. And he goes on.